did the pandemic catch your business off guard? My goodness, you are not alone. Across the world, there were many entrepreneurs who suffered the same fate. Hey everyone, Dumela Kunjani, Habariyako, how far? Bonjour, Hola, Sanu, Selam, Mahaban, Akwaba, Bawoni. Welcome back to Work Smarter, Not Harder, the podcast for your success. I'm your girl, Chris, and today we're going to be talking about how to get your business going again after a pandemic year. There were many entrepreneurs who were about to launch when the pandemic hit. Did you know that? There were many others who were faced with the difficult decisions of having to cut down expenses or even, sadly, letting their staff go during this season. There are those who were altogether so shaken by the pandemic that they abandoned ship altogether and have gone back to finding full-time jobs. If you experienced business challenges in 2020, you are not alone. And I encourage you to keep listening because today we are going to be looking into how you can get your business going again after a pandemic year. I've had a look at the data to get a better understanding of how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected entrepreneurs globally. There have been issues pointed out from mental health matters to physical matters to businesses shutting down, some having to find innovative ways to remain open, and others altogether reassessing their positions in their business. The question of, am I working my business or is my business working me? has also become very key and very central for many entrepreneurs globally. Back in South Africa, a look at a recent McKinsey study on the impact of COVID-19 on businesses in SA, these are for small to medium enterprises, highlights these key points. Number one, at least 69% of SMEs reported reduction in business spending. This was done through layoffs, unfortunately, reduction of business spend, and reduction of work hours to reduce expenses. Number two, between 40 to 60% of SMEs expected to make a loss of at least 5% as a result of the crisis. And the third point was that SMEs are a vital component of the economy. Like, duh, we didn't know that. They represent more than 98% of business and are major job creators. They cater for about 50 to 60% of the workforce. They also enable inclusive growth and are just as much contributing to the overall GDP. In the last year, in our shrinking economy, these businesses contributed to about 38% of the overall GDP. How cool is that? I have said time and again, that entrepreneurship is the engine in Africa that is still overlooked, underreported, and under-supported, when it could in fact be the bridge to creating the 10 million jobs we need a year to fix the ever-growing unemployment gap, especially for the youth. Majority of business owners in the study were undergoing the issues that we have brought up previously. These are issues to access. Access to what? Finances or financial know-how? Skills? networks, and support systems. Entrepreneurship in our continent is a significant game changer. 
I have said in a previous podcast that the development and social issues we are experiencing can be solved through innovative thinking African entrepreneur. I think that the reason why entrepreneurship is so critical in Africa is because we are not dependent on government or private sectors to come in and save the day. We have severe challenges that require the people who are experiencing them daily to come up with a solution. Apart from that kind of challenging news from the beginning, there's also some great news. There are entrepreneurs who thrived during the 2020 pandemic year in Africa. Many of them were able to find innovative solutions to challenges that were arising during the pandemic or because of the pandemic. I call this a case of right place, right time. See the challenge, solve the challenge quick. These entrepreneurs especially focused on solutions around food delivery, fintech, online education, and telehealth. I mean, of course, this is what was the rise in need over the last year, wasn't it? So we can see that even with the pandemic, there still came opportunities to innovate and find profitable solutions for the greater economy. So like, okay, cool, Chris. What has all this got to do with me? For months, I watched as this restaurant sat empty, completely aware that behind that emptiness was an entrepreneur who had put it all on the line and who was ready to go to lunch before these challenges happened. Now, the other day while I was going past there, I was actually quite pleasantly surprised to find that restaurant completely packed. There was no empty seat. Every hour on the hour, as people left, there were immediately more people ready and waiting at the door to get in. My interest was completely piqued. How did they make it? How had they made it? This is what I found out. Now, whether you are in the former group, the people who have suffered during this pandemic, or whether you're in the latter group, those who have been able to find success, there are some key strategies that I believe we can all apply to getting our businesses either back on track or even better on this new track that we're in. So what are some tips that you can apply for your business? Number one is innovation. Issa used the quiet time to reevaluate their current standing. The business had been halted even before it started. They would need to become innovative or face extinction. Innovation simply means finding new methods, ideas, or ways to continue the business. If people couldn't come into the store for meals, Isa had to find ways to send the meal to the people. Right? Innovation. Number two, they would need to adapt. Adaptability comes close with innovation. For them, adaptability meant being able to quickly adjust to the new conditions. So, we need to send meals to the people. How do we let them know? How do we get the meals to them? So as opposed to them creating meals that were supposed to be consumed in-house, of course this is what a restaurant is about, they would have to find new ways to translate that same quality into a takeaway box. A new restaurant, before lunch, no one has come into your store to taste the food, but now you have to find ways to get quality into a takeaway box. Arrive fresh, arrive great. So now that Isa has found innovation, that they've been able to adapt, and that they've been able to 
find places to collaborate, what is next for them? The fourth thing was to be able to identify their niche. People like businesses and items that are unique, that cater to their own special and unique needs. Isa is a specialty restaurant, so it is a great achievement that they were actually able to continue running and are doing very well at this time. Isa seems to have targeted their niche clientele and then offered them an irresistible service, who it seems keeps the customers coming back and coming back and coming back and even bringing some more people. So what can we learn from Isa? One is that we have to be innovative in this new day and age. We have to find new methods, ideas, or ways to continue our businesses. Number two is that we have to adapt and adapt very quickly. We have to find ways to make our business adjustable to these new conditions. Number three is that we need to also find platforms and spaces of collaboration. Collaborate with other entrepreneurs, with other businesses like they did. These platforms that are coming up each and every other day now that are geared towards making businesses work easier. Businesses reach their consumers much faster. So look into these kinds of spaces where you can also be able to collaborate with other like-minded individuals. And of course, the fourth and last thing that they did that is amazing is to find your niche. Know who your niche market is. Your business or your service is not meant for everybody. Sorry if you, it's the first time you're ever hearing that, but it's not. There are unique people out there who are going to be attracted so wonderfully and so greatly for your business. Look at who those people are and focus your heart, mind, and soul on them. Your business is meant for them. And in identifying who they are is where the key to your success lies. Now that we've spoken about the business part of it, what are the tips that will help you as the leader move your business to the next level? From what we discovered in the at the beginning of the podcast is that mental health and mental awareness has become a very key and major concern for very many people around the world. It is absolutely key to the success of your venture, of your organization, of your business, of your whatever. As a leader, your job is to continuously stay in view of the vision that you have set forth. What many leaders have also learned during this time is that they are too involved in the nitty-gritty of the everyday running of the business, that they have not been in touch with the vision. They have not looked back and said, okay, we have only three customers. Let's go and find more customers. We maybe have been too focused in this journey for a long time. What else can we do that aligns with what our vision is? But instead, there are very many of us who are caught up in the everyday nitty-gritty running of the business that we are not looking and being aware of what is going to happen in the future or looking at the future longevity of our business. So get out of that nitty-gritty and go back to what the big vision is for your business. What can we learn from some entrepreneurs that have been able to sow during this difficult season? Number one, keep focus on the things that you can control and take focus out of what you cannot. Number two, get active. The state of your mind is the state of your business. Sitting in depression, feelings of failure, won't move until you do. Being knocked down is hard. And I know that getting up is even harder. But I encourage you, my dear, to do the harder. Africa needs you. We need your innovation and creativity. So please 
do not give up. Get moving physically and you will find that the mojo starts to come back for the other things as well. Number three, take the time to learn something new. There is no better time to be upskilling than the present. I mean, you got so much time, girl. Use it wisely. Get out there and learn something that will help boost your business forward. Or not. Just learn something for you. Number four, work on other projects. Sometimes the chapters in the vision have to be changed. And as I always say, if COVID showed you that the vision was wrong, that's okay. You can start again. You can do something different. All in all, don't let failure be what keeps us from experiencing the amazing service or product that you know will change not just your world, but ours as well. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And I hope that using these tips for your business and for yourself and using ESA as an example, you'll be able to get your business going again. I know it's been tough, but you know what? I know that you are tougher. If you haven't yet, please download our digital marketing guide and get your business online using our tips. I'm sure they will help you out. Please subscribe to this podcast so that you can get updates whenever we post. You'll be able to get that right on your phone. And of course... I want to see you again next week. Send me a voice note. Let me know if you're using any of the steps. Let me know if you've got any other ideas that you want us to share with the, with the other people who are listening. I'd love to hear from you. Subscribe, download, and I'll see you next week. This has been your girl, Chris. This has been the Work Smarter, Not Harder podcast. And I look forward to hearing about your success. Until next time, ciao.